I told Carter yesterday I could DH for the Blue Jays and it wouldn't since I wouldn't have to play defense. It wouldn't hurt them. Oh, I thought you were talking about because the, the DH hasn't got a hit really. All yeah, that's what I. Okay. That's what I mean. Okay. Are I, we, I don't um, think I could. I don't think I could play in the field, but. I, I don't really don't like how they traded Pilar away. I was. Okay, we're not talking about baseball. Baseball. Boring shit. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Carter, do you think that I should record right now too? Or are we done? Are we, uh... You gotta you record. Got I've got a okay, bad okay. feeling about tonight. Oh, okay. We've never lost an episode in, what, 240 episodes? But tonight, I've got a bad omen, yeah. Because I've got a laptop with a very small hard drive, because it's a solid-state drive, and I run Windows and OS ten on there. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. OS ten. So it takes up a lot of room. So right now, I really don't got any room. I've got 666 megabytes. Oh, the, Satan. The ooh. dirt mommy crew. Yeah, the number of the beast. No, no, no. <laughs> Everybody, yes. Oh, are we not talking about the crew? That's all, you know. That That's movie's... all. That is all anyone wants. This is the one time we have something. I know, we have like, something. We know more about things that are cool for once. Like, it's not a good movie, but I just keep talking about it to everyone I know. Like, what do you think of Machine Gun Kelly? He did a good job, hey? When they announced the project, I was like, I'm out. But he did a good job. He did a good job. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Motley Crue's back in, I think, right now. Oh, God, they're not good. So you know how they promised and signed the contract that they'd never tour again together back in 2015? Tour again or what? Do you think they're... I can see it. I can see it. Like, due to popular demand, we're back. I don't think they will. I think Mick is too sick, and I think Vince likes doing his own thing. I uh, thought you were going to say Vince can't sing. Oh, <laughs> I guess that never couldn't... stopped him before, Vince right? Vince couldn't sing from about when he killed someone. Aww. Right about there. Oh. Oh. That's true. <laughs> Is there anything to say about movie? Is Razzle in it? Yeah, no, yeah, that's the worst part. Because, you know, you just read about Razzle in the book, but, you, you know, you see an actor playing Razzle, and you're like, he was a real person. <laughs> no, I think, I think, Overall, the dirt is just a terrible movie. Yeah, just, just like overall reactions is like it's a candy coated version of something terrible, and it people still think that that's terrible. Like, oh my god, these guys are nuts. It's like this is like I hate to be the read the book person, but then on top of that, they're all losers. Like, they're terrible people that are garbage. They're just garbage humans. They're totally selfish, garbage, loser, uncool people. Like, there's nothing cool about them. Mick is okay. <laughs> yeah, but Mick in real life's kind of just a piece of crap, too. Yeah, yeah. Less, like, less than the others, but, like, they're all just... Like, if they were here, I wouldn't even want to... I'd be like, you're a loser. I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> Like, like they're, they're, 
They're just losers. Yeah, I, th- I think the Butch Walker uh, book, he talks about hanging out with Nikki and Tommy. He's just like, well, I'm out of here at 10 o'clock at night or something. He's like, nope. <laughs> I'm not cool enough for this. But then, you know, I'm not stupid enough for this, I guess, is the, the right way of saying it. I just, uh, like, when, 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 when a certain person is telling you to leave them alone and never contact them again... <laughs> And you're the bass player of Motley Crue. Well, I told Nikki this <laughs> on AOL yeah, chat like, back in '95. Yes, like he was like harassing him, and he's like, "Dude, I don't ever want to talk to you again. Oh, you're a loser. No. Please stop trying to message me." That's when it came his childhood hero turned into "You are such a loser." Please leave me alone. Oh, I is... hope you get some help. Yeah. Like that was basically like their last conversation, I think. Yeah, I think we talked about this 100 episodes ago, but Trevor's cousin in the mid-90s had an online <laughs> friendship with Nikki Six. Pretty, and he's, like... a, he's a big fan. He has a Nikki Six Blackbird like replica base, you know, like yep. as real as it gets. Yep. yep. But after all, even that patheticness has to... Where yeah, even thin. even like your your idol is such a loser that like you tell them to like leave you alone and please stop contacting. Me. That'd be like Tom Brady, like me having to tell Tom Brady like stay away from me, Tom. <laughs> it really would. It really. It'd be like, dude, you, we've just got to take this friendship a step back because you're a loser. <laughs> it's amazing. It's actually amazing. I, I could see it with Tom's weird, you know, like health beliefs and stuff like that. You know, it's like well, he doesn't strike me as a guy that has any friends in the world. You know, you're right. Yeah, like Tom Brady just strikes me as like an uninteresting, lonely. Well, not lonely because I think he's. I think he's. He likes working, so he's oh. happy, I guess. But then oh, he's surrounded by just... like twenty three year old kids. You know, like he's so old. Well, that's got to be weird to like. He's like the coaches are younger than him now, you know. Yeah, I just, I just feel like he's just a boring person. Yeah, but I don't think he really would care. He's like, I'm married to a supermodel, and I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with football, and I win all the time. So you know what? I'm pretty good here, actually. Don't you guys don't need to worry about my emotional health. I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, I just don't know what you and you would talk about, Carter. Yeah, you'd creep them out. <laughs> and I think you guys would have nothing in common. And I think you'd be, like, way more smart. You'd be too smart and interesting for him. Oh, I don't know about that. You could be, like, the person that he would call if he was, like, playing Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, he, he might get pretty deep into Carter. Because <laughs> Carter knows things. <laughs> he'd find that fascinating. Oh, he'd have... He'd have lots your of hero with, with, He's traveled a lot, so he'd 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 uh, oh, it'd be Tom York there. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I could see them just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And just not talking, like just <laughs> like just like oh, hey, want to hang? Oh yeah, okay. Just like seven hours of just like sitting on a couch. Mm-mm. That sounds great. Just no talking. Yeah. Cool. So who would I hang out with? John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just be a party. 
Peyton, Mad- Peyton Manning, you know. Uh, John would oh, be more interesting. Yeah. Oh, I would. I would never want. I don't think I could ever spend any time in a room with Peyton Manning because of his creepy, Jeebusy vibes and stuff. I think that'd be a little weird. John Bond would be a party. Is that what you said, Brent? No. Just if everyone, if you're both riffing. <laughs> There were cameras there if it was for a show. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, I'm sweating a little bit thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so anything new and exciting? Yeah, yeah. No, my uh my favorite pastime other than football is uh Formula One and it's back. <laughs> No, don't worry, don't worry. This is going places. So wait, did you hear that Kuwait opened a racetrack or whatever? You can go pay. Oh, really? You might have to go back and rent. You can rent like a car, or you can bring your own car there and pay eighty dinar for an hour. So we could take the Blazer. <laughs> we take the Blazer to the racetrack with the Ferraris and just, just do let some burns outs. Yeah. Put put like the put the premium gas in the Blazer and for oh. one last ride. Yeah, yeah. Blow blow all the gaskets. Just. <laughs> destroy the engine out on that freeway oh no insurance when you're on the uh the track man whatever it's going down in the blazer <laughs> yeah. of glory <laughs> oh the there's cables. the jovi the jovi reference <laughs> there, right there oh, well. um so, we're, so what's so, going on in formula one so so Is some I'm, little italian man hitting another little italian man no, there's only one Italian driver this year. There was zero last year. There's one this year. Italian? Yeah. <laughs> Italian, sorry. But I want to talk about the Italian. I want to talk about the Italian team here. Ferrari, the most popular team in all of uh motorsports there. So running a team in F1 is really expensive. It's about six hundred million dollars a year, which is like <laughs> like the the NHL Yeah, I'm dead serious. So the NHL salary cap is like million dollars? Yeah. So like an NHL team you have to pay like seventy two million if you're at the cap. And this is like ten times that. So you know it what? takes Are you really uh, no, for one serious. year? One year. Is there anything more expensive? I don't I don't well if you want to build some buildings, I guess. Or no, but like what about a soccer club? I mean like no. No. Oh, well. So it's expensive to run a team. So that's why there's so much advertisements, right? The cars are coated with ads. The drivers are coated with ads. And no team is more desirable and more popular than Ferrari. Ferrari gets, I I think, like $200 million a year. I forget the exact number. But they get a lot of money. And no other team just does because they're the legacy famous team that has been around forever. So they came out sporting a brand new main advertisement that splashed everywhere in the car and all the drivers it's called mission win now and i'm like what is this because all the other brands you know because they're really popular international brands go daddy no 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 that's nascar there's this is a little classier this is classier uh so like it's like rolex and stuff like that right oh johnny walker um so things like that and so it's this mission win now. And I'm like, what is this? And so Ferrari had a good weekend. So I, you're just staring at this all day. They're like, I'm looking this up. Like, I've never heard of this before. Uh, and mission so, win now. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, Ferrari sucked the last couple of years. Maybe they're finally going to win. So I look up mission win now. And it, it, its website is mission win now has a simple goal 
drive change by constantly searching for better ways of doing things. From world-leading engineers and scientists to cutting-edge creatives, the people at PMI and our partners have the know-how to challenge the status quo, drive revolutionary change, and to be champions. I'm like, what is that? That's like the biggest corporate nothing-speak, hey? Like, what is this company? So is it just we do things good? What? Basically. And so... I had to like really actually go a little deeper and, and like, you know, what actually is Mission Win Now? Is this a Theranos situation? Oh, I found out what it is. Cigarettes. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> if you know anything about Formula One from before the 90s and everything, Marlboro, you know, like Paul, like, you know, it's just nothing but cigarettes. That's how they made their money. And Ferrari was always associated with Marlboro, but then they out... Because, like, Australia has really strict rules. Like, all these countries have really strict rules. You can't advertise cigarettes. So this is what cigarette advertising has come to now. Like, Mission Win Now is supposed to make you smoke? (laughs) Like, what? Can you tell what it is if you knew what you were looking for? Never! In a million years! But then how how is it a tobacco ad that if it's not... Has there nothing to do with tobacco? Well, subliminal messaging... Back when they originally said you can't have Marlboro on your back wing, Ferrari, they said okay, and they put a barcode on, and apparently, like it was determined uh, by like I don't know, like research scientists or something, is that barcode like looks enough like Marlboro <laughs> that it's influencing people to smoke, and so they had to take that off too back in the day. So it's like, like that these... seems like a fair deal. Like I think if you could <laughs> do something that sinister and good, it. it... It should stay. Bring back the bar. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, how does this make people want to smoke? But I don't know, man. I'm not going to, I'm not judging. Like, you know how much focus testing and millions of dollars that this, you know, uh, uh, these, these, these Marlboro companies and stuff have put into this research? I'm sure it works somehow. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. So I, I just wanted to introduce that into our topic of smoking. Like, have you guys ever had a cigarette before? Never. Me neither. No. No. Yeah. It seems that just seems absolutely disgusting. Yeah, like, do they still like, n- like when you're still in elementary school and junior high, is it still nonstop? Like, don't smoke, don't smoke, don't smoke. It's all about the vape now. Yeah, and that's maybe what it's... this mission win now thing is: technology to improve the world. Maybe it's like we're transitioning from cigarettes to vape but like you could vape and nobody even has a clue you're vaping like you could vape in my class and i probably wouldn't even be able to catch you really it's impossible if you have like just a water one yeah or like a a, a scentless like there's i can literally turn my head and the kid will exhale and it's gone like but there's but there's smoke emanating from their breath though right isn't there it's like water vapor for a zilla second oh okay it's impossible. There's, it's just over. Like it's just like you know what? We're just gonna use the honor system here and don't smoke in class, kids. There's just nothing I could do. I, it's just, <laughs> it's like kids listening to music in class, like with the Bluetooth headphones. It's just what you know what? I'm just gonna do my thing here and have fun. No graduating. I hope you're a decent human. We're just gonna do what we can here. Hmm. Yeah, no. I was Mission just... win now. <laughs> I just looked it up. Philip Morris. 
That's it. Yeah, but they don't say that on on all the stuff I was originally looking at. I think since this is like the, the second race already, I think people like I think they're a little bit more um, forthcoming with who they actually are. But Philip Morris International PMI, like I did mention PMI in that original statement I made there, but I just love it because it's like, what is this? What is this trend seeking, uh, like, you know, uh, forward thinking company? Oh, it's cigarettes, of course. <laughs> it's always cigarettes and forward. <laughs> I can't believe cigarette companies make money anymore. Well, it's but maybe not in North. Smoking is huge everywhere else in the world. And that's what I was going to say. It's not just North America. Uh, you know, Formula One they... is one of the most worldwide brands out there. So. Oh, and in in Kuwait, smoking in high school was like the rage. It was oh, like yeah. the coolest thing to do. Really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, like actually, like smoking was as good as it gets. Well, I guess you could, you know, have like cool looking uh, packs, not like, hey, cancer mouth. You got to look at this while you smoke, <laughs> right? You know, like, holy crap. Here's your lungs when you smoke. Like, yeah, a little different there. Yeah. They don't have the Surgeon General warning. They have uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the don't take codeine general. <laughs> Joel, Joe Camo, your Camo, literally. Did you hear about the Garfield phone on the beach? Yeah, they're everywhere, yeah. Yeah, that flew up a little. I had that written down when I read it for the first time. I was like, well, this looks good. But it, it sort of hit mainstream there. Uh, but like, I think, what, over 35 years, they were finding pieces of a Garfield phone. I was like, what psycho is scattering that? You know? yeah. uh, like, how did he get his hands on so many Garfield phones? But and it like, was a couple a day, right? In on the shores of France or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a few a day for thirty years. And like pieces, like here's the receiver, here's the dial, here's the Garfield like base kind of. No, no Odie. Was there an Odie phone yeah. manufactured back in the eighties or whatever? Just Garfield. That's a lot of love in Garfield. I missed this. Was it? Is there an answer? Yeah, there is. Oh yeah. So. It was a container ship back in the 80s that one container fell overboard and <laughs> fell into the sea my, outside. That was going to be my guess. Yeah. Did. And it was just a pinch. The door must have been open just a tiny bit. So like one like, Garfield phone could sneak out every couple of days. <laughs> and then one would and take just, that one's plus, plus. Yeah, and bubble up. And they just kept releasing Garfield phones for 30 years <laughs> every day. And there's still like a ton in there, right? Oh, probably a container ship so, is pretty big, man. This is like, like half the world's supply of Garfield phones, <laughs> like, you know, underwater. Oh, well made though. They never really lost their uh, color or anything. <laughs> there was no regulations on chemicals. You yeah, put you're, in right, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Just lead paint and yeah. made with children's tears. Uh, a better, really tomorrow. good bot. Good bonding agent. Yeah, we innovate technologies. We're yeah. a thought technology. <laughs> Lead-based <laughs> rotary phones. It's sort of similar there to uh, the Doomsday Vault. Brent Brent knows about the Doomsday Vault, right? Mm-hmm. Trevor, you do too? Yeah, are these like seed banks? Yeah, the seeds up, in, uh, up north there where every seed... There's, there's six of them, I think, in the world, right? 
Well, the biggest one is in Norway, right? Yeah, yeah. We we're actually doing this in one of my classes right now. Yeah, the global seed. Vulgar. In my food science class. Well, it's not food science. I just have a unit on it because I can do whatever I want as long as it's cool. Because I cooked steak today. Oh. <laughs> Tough life up here. And only only prime cuts, too. None of this cheap stuff. Wagyu beef, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I want to see the nose print. The, the Wait, the nose print? No. Well, that's what you're supposed to get, right? I thought it was just the... the oh, like the nose of the cow? Yeah, if you buy Wagyu beef, you can ask for the nose print of the cow they killed. So the like nose print is like... They literally take a paper, put dye on the cow's nose right before they kill it, and stamp it onto papers to ship with the beef. And so you went out with uh, our, our friend Kyle, chef extraordinaire, and got Wagyu beef, and he was demanding the cow's papers, right? Yeah, he wanted to see the nose print. And what did the server tell you? Well, the guy just gave him a bunch of lies. He's, oh, well, our suppliers in Vancouver, so they keep the the nose print. Which cows it came from uh, in the family tree and stuff. And I could get you probably like a, a, a digital version of the nose print because like oh, oh, whatever you know yeah man yeah, if i'm paying wagyu beef prices why this could be salisbury steak for all i know without the nose print true mm-hmm. but have you guys ever sous vide anything no yeah. so that's like yeah. boiling in water in a bag yeah cooking in a well, bag you, yeah you've been about that you, before you kind of Boil like you don't boil it. It's not boil. It's like, like you can put your hand in the water. Oh, it's but... not pleasant. Uh, you have to take it out right away. But, uh, yeah, like I did one at a hundred uh, Fahrenheit, so not crazy hot. And I put the food in a bag for like one seventy-five two... Fahrenheit or what? No, one thirty Fahrenheit. Oh, one thirty Fahrenheit. So that's fifty-four degrees Celsius. Yep. Okay. And you just let it sit there for two, three hours? Really? That's all it takes? Wow. Yeah, you can do it in one. Like, one is safe, but they recommend going a little bit longer. Okay. Um, and you just, you literally have to air air seal a bag. So you just suck out the air, or you can use, like, a vacuum sealer if you want to be fancy. And then you just submerge it. You clip it to the side, and you put this, like, immersion cooker in the water, and you put your food in, and you just leave it. Throw it on a pan after, but you could do this with like, like you can make soups, like vegetable soups, eat in a bag. Jeez. It'll be like perfect soup, stews, like, and it was literally like, I'm not a huge meat eater anymore, really, but uh, this is for science, literally. <laughs> and it was probably in the top three pieces of steak I've ever had in my life. Really? Easily. And I just, we did like a quick, Rush job could have done it better in the pan, and it was still so much better than anything you'd ever get at a restaurant. And you just got like, it at the Flintstone grocery store. Yeah, like just a, like a six six dollar steak. Really, wow. it was better than anything I've had in a restaurant. So where do you get one of these machines? Oh, you just go to like um, they just look like um, a crockpot kind of, right? No, no, no. It's well, like you sent me the picture. I that's kind you of you know what a hand blender. Like. You know, like a little hand blender. Oh, but it was just like, like in a bowl, the hand blender. 
Yeah, the bowl is the bowl. You could use anything. Okay, okay. It's just that hand blender looking thing and that just like you screw it onto the side of whatever you want to mount it on oh yeah just leave I it see. in the water i see okay wow that, and it how, how water expensive is that like 100 bucks wow and that was just yeah i'm seeing now that's just a big pot you had it in yeah and it's and it cooks like per it keeps it at the exact temperature the meat doesn't as look as good if, as if it was like actually fried or something right well like... so what you do after is you just throw it on a pan for a minute aside okay so that's what we did after we took it out of the bag and literally just put it on the pan, timed it for one minute, flipped it, timed it for one minute. And like the guys in our school are like meat hunting dudes. Like they, this is all they want to do is talk about like meat all day, is, basically. Is, is that why Toolman locked you in the truck today? No, that's <laughs> the difference. Tell me your secrets to the beef. <laughs> But they honestly, by the end of the day, my principal was like, uh, yeah, that's what I'm getting for Father's Day. The vice principal was like looking them up as soon as I left his room. I saw one of the teachers at the grocery store today buying steaks because now he's getting what? Oh, and uh, who else? a little was... piece. How did everyone taste it? Or just we, I right? just sliced it up and gave oh, it to everybody. Okay, okay. I was, it was just I was literally because like my kids really want to cook a steak in class and eat it because they think that would be hilarious. Um. And I was like, yeah, but I have to test it for, like, I got to make sure it's safe and, like, cooked. And I'm not going to, like, feed you guys, like, raw food and kill you. <laughs> so I want to do, I bought two more, like, cheap cuts that I'm just going to cook up just to make sure I'm consistent. Because I don't want to get kids sick or something. But uh, it looks pretty idiot proof, honestly. Like, it's pretty cool. And it's so, it's just so smart. This is very different. And so what's it called again for the our listeners? Sous-vide. S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. We have a link in the show notes for our Amazon subscription page. We get a little kickback if you buy it through us. Um, <laughs> and let me tell you about the CBD oil that I'm selling this week. Uh, with, my, with my herbal powders for a strong man feeling crotch powders. Um, in my uh, in the show notes in the uh, links in the bio, there we get a little taste of the profit. It's like, <laughs> keep the, the show going, keep the show going. So that was a long way to say uh, the Doomsday Volta is being threatened by global warming, but uh... <laughs> but but global warming doesn't exist. So, well, maybe Trudeau! maybe maybe it doesn't exist. <laughs> 